You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. This bar is tended by the founders of the American Association of Whiskey Peaks. The statue-loving historian himself, Trico, brings you the facts one indictment at a time. Foxy Babe staff keeps the boys in line. And of course, the color man, Big Dev, and his old Roman mind. So fill your glass with rye and raise it up on high, because this is your Shot of History. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm your co-host, Drake. I'm Stephanie. And I'm the color man, Big Dev. Uh, <laughs> the, the color man, Big Dev, is dealing with a vet emergency right now, and he will not be joining us, unfortunately. This is, like, very strange to do mm. a show without him. Yeah. It's an empty spot in my heart. Right. And we're not very colorful. Yeah. Like, he, he brings the laughs. We yeah. just kind of laugh at him. I mean, with him. So, I don't know how that's all going to work. But we have guests, so I think that'll, mm-hmm. I think that'll make it all better. Who do we have with us today, Trike? Well, in uh, the first corner. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what they've won, man. <laughs> we have uh, <laughs> Wookie Will from several shows on the network. Hey, how's it going, guys? Glad to be here. <laughs> that was like a really shitty intro. You, you that, he's on some shows. Yeah, <laughs> you can find me on Top Rope Review and the Ninja Starship with yeah, Jimmy McKnight. I wasn't sure. There we it, go. It's on hiatus. So I'm like, should I mention it? Or oh yeah, yeah. There's like almost a hundred episodes. People can go back and listen to. Yeah, that yeah. There's, there's a lot of yeah, content. Yeah. yeah, catch up on it, you know. <laughs> and we have Ellie joining us Hi. once again. Hey. Welcome Thanks. back. Thanks for having me again. No problem. It's always it's always a good time. <laughs> you had a dollar for every time you've said that. <laughs> you know, just because you're right. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Oh yeah, and we also have Dave with us. Yes. Hi. He's. Based, I think he's gonna he's gonna have to fill in for the color man role today. Yeah. Those are big pants uh, shoes to fill. <laughs> I don't know how big his feet are, but probably. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, yeah. Ellie? Uh, so today we're talking about Charles J. Guiteau, who assassinated President Andrew Garfield. James, shut up. Not Andrew Garfield. That's Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and it begins. Oh, but first we have to take a shot. First we have to take <laughs> our shot as another. it is shot of history. Mm-hmm. Cheers, you guys. Cheers. Ooh. Refreshing. Smooth. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we're not drinking bourbon today. We're drinking Crown because, you know, the bourbon, our bourbon guy isn't here. <laughs> Damn it, Dev. Because it's not like there's none out on the bar. But I, I don't know. I didn't look for bourbon. I will look for bourbon for I'm, the next I'm just episode. Saying, I mean, we are stocked. We have stuff. We're here to fulfill your needs. Yeah, if you can't Yeah, find- you are. <laughs> Anyway, back to history. So we're going to talk about U of M dropout James uh, Charles Gateau. Uh, so Charles Gateau was uh, born in 18... Oh, what was it? 1841? Yeah. We'll call it that. Yes, 1841. <laughs> we're just going to guess people's <laughs> birth years. Yeah, 1841. Um, and he went, to, he went to University of Michigan. Um, he... Was not he didn't study. He failed his entrance exams. Um, he quit, um, and he, he quit U of M. Well, how did he even get in? Yeah. He didn't pass the entrance exam. I, I don't understand that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so he 
try. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Sorry. I misread. So he failed his entrance exams while he, he went to Ann Arbor so that he could attend U of M. And he was at this high school there. He was at Ann Arbor High School at the time. And he crammed in all of it. He crammed in French, which the French will come in later. Um, not like the French people, but French the language will come in later. Um, <laughs> and he failed his entrance exams to U of M. And so he just decided to quit everything and go join a cult. As, As you, you do. do. Like yeah, you do. It's, um, so he moved to New York. Um, excuse me. He moved to Oneida, New York. Now, Oneida, you may know from the uh, like silverware line. It started off as a cult. Okay. <laughs> so awesome. if you're eating with it, silverware, you're basically eating off the backs of a cult. I'm sorry. It started off as a religious sect. Um, cult. cult. A utopian religious sect. Cult. That's cult. way cult. That's yeah. a cult. And yeah. actually, it was more of a utopian religious sex cult. Um, well, those are the, the best, best kind. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> my gosh, right? Aren't they all? We're like on the same page with us. I'm loving so it. He, <laughs> there was this whole like they, they wanted they believed that Jesus had come back in the year 70 AD and so therefore they could begin like his rule on earth and that they should make earth into heaven and therefore it should be perfect and they were considered Wasn't to that be a Belinda Carlisle song? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> they basically were the Belinda Carlisle song. <laughs> Fun fact. Um, if you don't think I'm splicing a snippet of that song in before I give this over to Dev, you're out of your sweet. mind. <laughs> right. Right. Do with it what you will. That's why we're friends. So, um, so he joined this cult and they were all like, yeah, nobody should be really married to each other because like the idea of one man one woman married is like totally sacrilegious agreed and <laughs> and so but no now I'm starting to understand them more <laughs> all the guys in the room were like duh I mean Charlie Gateau was 19 at the time so he was like yeah yeah well, but what, no, but what year was this sign me up please this was in 1860 yeah. well so 19 then is like 40 now yeah so, I mean, like, I'm gonna die soon yeah, like, right. might as well I better go I should have Kids three years ago. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> so he uh, so he goes and he joins this cult in Oneida. It's called the Oneida Community, and they uh, he was not popular with the ladies. Oh, and they snap. actually his middle name was Julius. They called him Charles Julius. Get out! Awesome. And that was his oh name. my god! Oh, how this is... explains so much. Yeah, right? like the the path his life took, and now makes so much more sense to and me. How bad is your game when you can't get? Like, laid in a sex cult. Yeah. <laughs> and you're 19. Like, yeah. you're young, you're youthful, yeah. you know, like, virile, yeah. uh, presumably. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Done. Charles Nobody wanted that disco He step. left it twice, which means he left once. And then he thought, you know, maybe if I just go back, either <laughs> A, there'll be different chicks, <laughs> or B, or B, I'll be better this time. <laughs> so, so he went back. Um, and he tried to start a newspaper called the based on based on the Oneida cult called the Daily Theocrat. Um, <laughs> he he left again and filed lawsuits against the uh, the leader John Humphrey Noyes. <laughs> when I joined, you said you'd get me laid. <laughs> <Yeah>. you lied. Gato's <laughs> dad was so embarrassed. He wrote letters in support of Noyes, saying, "Yeah, um, you should have kicked him out because Noyes had kicked him out because he said he was irresponsible and insane." Oh, so, you know, wow! That makes so a lot of are sense. there yeah. responsible insane people? 
I believe that there are. I feel like those yeah. go hand in hand, no, like irresponsible and insane. It, there are functioning alcoholics. I believe that there are functioning crazy people. But are they responsible? Like that's that's a very it's a very specific word. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. get all lawyer. I, I, we'll save that for leading questions with <laughs> Calvin Moore. There we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wrong show, man. Not, wrong show. Not, <laughs> I feel like a responsible and sane person is the guy who starts the cult. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's John. Nice. Yes. So then Gateau went off and he got married and his wife was not. They um, later refer to her as his former wife. So. Yeah, not even like his widow, his former wife. So like that didn't work out. He <laughs> he turned to like he turned to law, and he would steal all of the. It, he would do mostly like bill collecting law stuff, and he law stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know he liked to law, law really hard, yeah. but like but he liked to steal <laughs> things as well. Law is so, hard. and awesome. he would like pocket most of the money that his clients made and not really give them much of anything. Hmm. And no, okay. Yeah, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Dave is giving me a look like, isn't that what they always do? Uh, but Duh, his wife, lawyers. But his wife like testified that it was an inordinate amount, like more so than other lawyers at the time would do. Um, so his wife testified yeah. against him. Yeah. Nobody liked this Dude, guy. Not his dad. Former his wife. wife. <laughs> former wife. Former wife. No wonder he was so against marriage. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, right. <laughs> So then he like turned to theology and he was trying to be like he would like go and like try to and like preach from town to town for like pittances like just just a little money just to get by and he wrote this book called The Truth by Charles Gateau and it was mostly plagiarized from a book of the similar name of a similar name by John Noyes the leader of the sex cult awesome. <laughs> um, which uh, if you are familiar at all with the show with the musical Assassins, which I am because I was in it last season at Avon Players, which is why I'm... Shut up, Dave! Um, no, that's the whole reason why he's I wanted hating. to do this. It's, he's hating. Just Dave hates me secretly. I thought that was slow clap appropriate. Um, no. <laughs> well, I, that look means maybe it wasn't. No. <laughs> no, and like, I, I'm, I, I understand that like most people would not be familiar with that show. It's by Stephen Sondheim, the uh, same guy who did like Into the Woods, Sweeney Todd. Which were um, both fantastic. Yes. Yeah. I mean, just fantastic. And so Assassins is about nine of the presidential assassins or would-be assassins uh, and uh, of the president of the United States, and they form and a league of they, assassins. Uh, basically, but they really? no, it's no. It's, <laughs> he thought he was <laughs> the most of them. I gotta see this play. <laughs> Eight of them gang up to try to convince Lee Harvey Oswald to assassinate uh, Kennedy, and yes, yeah, spoiler alert, that works out. Um, <laughs> So meanwhile at the Legion of Doom. <laughs> right. I mean, but they're How's like all hanging TV out in show? like a yeah. <laughs> They're all like hanging out in like this purgatorial state and they uh and and then they it sort of like focuses on each one of their assassination attempts. Like Hink, John Hinckley and Squeaky Fromm sing like a duet about how they're both like he's a, how he's in love with Jodie Foster and she's in love with Charlie Manson and like those are the reasons why they like tried to kill the president. Um <laughs> There's everybody gets their that. own sort of moment yes. to shine as like why they did this, and it's not to like promote like hey this is a good thing you should do. It's kind of like okay this is what these people had some problems, and this is what they felt would solve the problem. So Charlie Gateau is basically portrayed, and this is how he's portrayed in like sort of the mythos of American culture and society. He's portrayed as literally just some crazy ass guy who wanted to be ambassador to France. Um, because, I mean, that was in a time when they were just, like, handing out positions, like, making it rain. <laughs> right. And he went up and he was like, 
I'm not going to say shut up, Dave, anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to look at Oprah. You get to be yeah. an ambassador. And you get to be an ambassador. Everybody gets to be an ambassador. I mean, that was it. And so he went up and he was like, I want to be ambassador to France. And they were like, no. Um, and Because he gave one speech um, to several people who were in office and he felt like that was the most important speech in history and he felt like it was really influential on the leaders of our country and everyone was like you're batshit Um, so he absolutely (laughs) was like a crazy person but like in the musical and in society they try to paint him as like just the only reason why he assassinated the president was he wanted to be the ambassador to France Um, didn't speak French clearly (laughs) like I said he failed like that French class in high school and like tried to cram in his French class and then just it didn't work out (laughs) So, didn't speak French. Didn't like French um, fries. <clears throat> clearly. <laughs> he was just trying didn't to write like on his last French. name. Yeah. yeah. Dude, last name's Gitte. Yeah. Gitte. <laughs> yeah. No. So, uh, but in the in the musical, he, like, tries to, he, he, like, shows off his book, and he's like, oh, it's the truth by Charles Gateau. And he, like, shows some one of the other assassins the book, and they're like, eh, this this is cool, I guess. <laughs> and um, in our version that we did, during, in the middle of his, one of his big solos that he had, he, like, tried to pawn it off on someone in the audience. Um, but anyways... So Gateau um, decided uh, he was he was of the Republican Party, which at the time was different than it is now, but not yeah. really because these uh, the stalwarts, as they called themselves, mm-hmm. were led by um, Grant. Okay, Grant. This isn't. We're fast forward to like the eighteen eighties. Okay, yeah, this was so. back when the Republicans were the Democrats and the Democrats were the Republicans. Ish, they were starting to make the turnover. Yeah, yeah, they're starting to make the turnover then because the stalwart Republicans at the time were all about cronyism and handing out positions based on uh, who pays for them. Mm-hmm. So this is, again, starting to make the turnover so, there. flash forwarded 2017. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess. As they say, history repeats itself. <laughs> I, I do feel like Trump would have made him the ambassador of France if he had asked. Oh, yeah. He seems totally. to have all the requirements. Absolutely. <laughs> abso So... Um, so Gateau was a real big fan of the stalwart Republican movement, uh, faction, faction of the party, because the party had factioned into two factions. One was led by Grant, who had already been president at the time. Yes, because he was president shortly after the Well, Civil and War. Civil War hero yeah. dude. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. And <clears throat> so Civil War hero dude. It sounds like a <laughs> shitty superhero. <laughs> It's like the shitty ancient version of Captain he's, America. He's he like missing a leg and like a hand. But, he had a cape, though. He it's had the a cape. cheap Chinese knockoff yeah. toy of Captain America. It's Civil War America hero, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, they both fought in the Civil War, you know, so. <laughs> so, um, so he was all up in the stalwart movement. Um, Grant was the leader, but shortly, be- like one of the other leaders was Chester A. Arthur. Um, who factors into this shortly? Um, the leader of the more moderate Republican dele- uh, faction was Garfield, and what did they call Garfield's faction? They called them half breeds. Oh, that's cute. That was like the official <laughs> name. Like it was, it was one of those where like the stalwarts were like, yeah, they're just a bunch of fucking half breeds because they don't, they're not going to be all the way Republican like we are, and they actually want like social reform and like. Um, to hand out positions based on the merit of someone and, like, whether or not they actually deserve it. Who does that? They're going to get rid of our jobs. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, though. Literally. So, uh, literally. Um, So, 
Grant lost the nomination, uh, and Garfield got the nomination, but they sort of made a, a bargain with the uh, stalwarts that Chester A. Arthur could be the vice presidential nominee. Okay. Now, was this still back in the day where, like, I'm trying to, like, place it politically and, and historically. Was this still back in the day where, like, the loser would get to be the vice president? No, no, no. That no? was changed shortly after Jefferson. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That was changed pretty early on once they realized how like god awful that was. Jefferson and was how like, much this they is like, oh, dude, I'm, stu- I'm honestly, I'm stunned. There haven't been more political assassinations, like right. presidential assassinations. Yeah. Oh, my rival just won. There have been, I mean, there have been numerous attempts. Like, there's a musical about it, and there's like even ones that they didn't include in that. There were like, nine. I feel like included. every story you have is going to come back to there was a musical about that. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think I'm doing Titanic? <laughs> Titanic is my next story. <laughs> um. But okay, so uh, Arthur gets to be the vice. So Arthur gets to be the vice president. So he gets elected. Rah rah rah! Says Boomba, and uh, that's my old timey cheering. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and I feel like Dave's just a fountain of disappointment spewed (laughs) in my direction. No, Um, that was that was genuine laughter. That was okay. Um, so. The stalwarts are putting out these newspapers because everybody had a political newspaper back then. Oh, wait, they still do. Um, (laughs) So the stalwarts had their own little newspaper and they were putting out these things saying like Garfield needs to be taken down. Like we need to he needs to be removed from office so the stalwarts can take over so that Arthur can take over. And so the stalwarts can be the leaders of the country. Okay, so Gateau reads this. Gateau is completely fucking unhinged, right? At the brain. Like it, it. you know how in Young Frankenstein there's the like the genius brain and there's the Abby normal brain. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've literally preserved Gateau's brain like for the past over a hundred years now, and like hundred and thirty years. And through it. So I'm movie. pretty sure that his brain is actually the Abby normal brain. Like, okay, Gateau is crackers, and he um, reads this and goes, "Well, there's only one way we can remove him from office. I have to kill him." So four months into his presidency, hey, um, You're not on yet. <laughs> I'm not on yet. Okay. I'll let you know. I'll um, <laughs> so four months into the presidency, Gateau has already asked for the ambassador to France. Gateau has already asked for all of this shit, and they've said no, um, and they just were nice and just said no and didn't say no because you're batshit. Okay. <laughs> they let him so, down easy. Like, <laughs> they let him down easy. Oh, yeah. no. It's not you, it's us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. We're not ambassadorizing to France right now, so yeah. we don't have a spot so, for you. So Gateau apparently came to this realization that, well, I have to kill the president. And then he apparently waited a few days to think about, okay, is God telling me to do this or is Satan telling me to do this? And <laughs> if it's God, so much if it's like, Satan, you know? there will be some sign if I'm not supposed to kill him, right? So he doesn't get a sign, so he assumes that God told him to kill the president. In addition to the stalwart party and they're like, he needs to be removed from office. But that's like what they were saying was just, he needs to be removed yeah. from office. Okay, so... um so he goes and he buys a gun and like that gun has been like preserved too. He he had like a choice between like a regular one and one with an ivory handle. He picked the ivory handled pistol so that after the assassination it would look better in a museum. 
<laughs> really? Yes. That is exactly – that's literally why he picked it. That's thinking ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Which that kind of like thinking ahead and the self-preservation stuff that he did later like also came into like the, the court arguments of why he was not actually fully insane. Um, but he did that so that he could be remembered because he, he was – egotistical bastard and he just wanted to be famous and he wanted to be remembered. And they didn't have podcasts back then. So. I know. <laughs> so we're just lucky that there's podcasts so Trico can be remembered. Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, so he goes and he actually, the first time that he went to kill Garfield, he didn't do it because Garfield's wife was there and she was very sickly and he actually felt bad for her. He was like, you gross. What a nice assassin. Nice, kindly assassin. And so he just was like, all right, I'm going to wait. So I don't know how much later, and I'm not looking at my phone anymore for this. Uh, he was like, <laughs> we play it fast and loose it. here on yeah. Shot of History. So, fast clearly, and loose. Oh, there. Not <laughs> looking at my phone. So he, um, so later, I think it was within a week, he uh, he basically was waiting around at, the, at a train station in D.C. for him. One time he was actually on a train. This time he found him in the train station and he shot him. Hmm. And he shot him and it went right through the spine. Uh, He didn't die right away. Garfield lasted 76 days, and he died a slow, agonizing, painful death. Lots of infection, lots of rummaging around for the bullet with unsanitized fingers. Oh, my God. Alexander Graham Bell actually came up with a... Um, with a device that was basically like a metal detector to try and find the bullet in him, but they were convinced that the bullet had only gone in on his right side, so they only let him use it on the right side because they thought it was going to like mess him up. If more they, so than the bullet <laughs> right, that was that in his was, body, right? You know exactly. Yeah. So, but they, but Bell did Tesla, and they were like. Oh, well, it didn't find anything, so it must be faulty. Alexander Graham Bell found out later, like, no, this was accurate. If you would let me go on the ru- on the yeah. left side, I would have been able- we would have been able to get the bullet out. Yeah. Instead, they just kind of rummage around. In there Literally, they were just rummaging around with, like, dirty fingers inside an open wound. Oh, I do that, he like, every other day. <laughs> just for fun. He had pneumonia. He had all sorts of infections. And he died a slow, horrible, painful death. Gateau was in prison this entire time. And he did not feel – he felt kind of bad that he had, like, taken a guy's life. But he felt like, I've unified my party now because because if he had kept going, then the fact, then the party would have just broken up into two separate pieces and it would not be the Republican Party anymore. No. So I've saved the party and I've saved the country. No, we'd have a, what, two- or three-party system if that happened. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Chaos. So, oh, no. You know, it's so. too bad they didn't have better, like, psychotropic meds back in the yeah. day because it sounded like he could use a, a cocktail of yeah. a or lot he, of different things. Or he just had to get laid during that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe someone yeah. would have fucked him. We yes. just enjoyed the sex cult. They were like, we love you. Yeah. We never left. He just would have lived and died. <laughs> I mean, he was clearly unhinged before he went into the sex cult, and that's why no one would have sex with him. So there you go. <laughs> I don't uh, know, know more crazy. about how he met his wife and why she yeah. yeah, like how did yeah. – what was wrong? with his <laughs> wife that she married him. But nobody would have sex with him, but somehow he got somebody to marry him. I mean, like, it like, may have been was, a money issue, too, Was it, was it a green card marriage? Is that what's going yeah. on here? <laughs> so, next episode. Might have been. Charles Gateau's wife. Yeah, we're going to have to um, dig up some facts yeah. on this lady. Yeah. You know his story. former wife. Yeah, yeah former, former wife. wife yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Gateau 
gets uh, for when Gateau goes to trial after the president has been killed. Okay, Gateau is uh, the entire American people. And even the stalwarts, the stalwarts were like, oh, no, we <laughs> not didn't mean for this to happen. No, that's bad. Uh, <laughs> we're going to just retract everything we said. And so they, like, pulled all of that and they, like, started saying things that were in favor of Garfield, like, before Garfield died. And then um, he was, like, basically, Gateau later was like, no, you need to, like, republish that shit you said because that's what got that's what made me kill the president and then he sort of like changed the story like it was that but it was also God (laughs) he wanted to appear crazy and the funny thing one of the funny things that I read about him is like he was disappointed when they didn't find him crazy well because that was his defense (laughs) right he was really hoping he wasn't going to get hung I was really disappointed when they found me not crazy yeah I'm actually amazed he (laughs) went the trial like I, I feel like I'm surprised he just wasn't shot on the spot. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. He so he went to trial, and there was a lot of like fragile male egos involved with this trial. Can I just say? Because are there any other kind? <laughs> Let's be real. But, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love having another girl on this show. I, I'm not just in a room full of dicks. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yep. <laughs> so, Will's got my back. Yeah. I brought you pizza, so we're good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you brought pizza, so I wouldn't riot. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I don't like him. Um, so Gato goes to trial, and America is pissed, right? America, as an anthropomorphic entity, is pissed off. Okay. America so. is, it's, it is an anthropomorphic thing. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's America. Yeah. America. So um, he goes to trial, and the uh, he is one of his own attorneys because, of course, who could defend him better than himself? Because he's a lawyer. Yeah. Because I'm doing a, a frantic jerk off motion That's here. That's actually how I jerk yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> and I throw it too. Are you sure? Go big, or you use two hands. Oh, on the same. Yeah, <laughs> That's a massive penis. Yeah. Oh, okay. They exist in the world. Oh. Just saying. Yeah. That seems uncomfortable. Okay, so Charles Gatto yeah, was in court. And first of all, as far as the defense goes, his uh, the lead attorney on his trial was like, we've got to get you the insanity defense, man. We got If you want to get out of this, we have they have to declare you insane. And he was like, but God spoke to me. Okay, see, you're insane. This will work for us. <laughs> this is where you're wrong. Sit in the courtroom a little faster, like every five minutes. Right? Run with that. Yeah. But the stalwart party told me, to see, yeah, mm-hmm, that, exactly. So the... Uh, the prosecution couldn't – they knew he was crazy. They couldn't go with that because they knew that that would just get him off. So And they wanted him. Phrasing. Yeah. yeah. Say, yeah. If anything that's gone true in his life is that nobody gets nobody him off. Nobody got him off. <laughs> Where's the bell? I know. We need the bell. I feel yeah. like it's – thank you. Thank you. Okay. There's usually like eight of them and there's like none. Yeah. Trey, can you just pass oh, – yeah. you got to pass the bell down. Yeah. This is important life right. stuff here. So – the prosecution was like, okay, we have to come up with something else. Like that. So they had to come up with all of these ways that they could tell that he wasn't actually crazy because of like, well, he had all these things planned out and he thought about this and this was premeditated so he wasn't crazy and he mm-hmm. took all responsibility for these aspects of his life so he wasn't crazy. Because basically up to that point, for 250 years it was said in the um, – trial in the like opening statement by the way his lawyer's opening statement lasted three days wow yeah i think it was shit was cray back then <laughs> court like, tv and by that, was I mean, really boring back yeah. in the day yeah. <laughs> 
three days of that. Was cray, I mean, everything was so boring. This was the most exciting thing in the entire country. I'm just right. envisioning the chicken lawyer from Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I'm uh, imagining a Charlie Day, you know, yes. bird law. Yeah, you know. bird law. <laughs> bird law. So, Allow me to fumigate my wisdom. <laughs> All the great lawyers of our time. (laughs) I feel like Charles Gateau would have been, like, really into bird law. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, so the prosecution was like, okay, we have to prove that he's not crazy, that he's just evil. And, um, so they basically, I mean, they, they, they convicted him. Okay. After that point, though, they were able to admit, now that they had gotten him convicted, then once they saw him hanged, which I'll talk about in a second, then they could be like, oh, okay, he was just crazy. Yeah, Our bad. Our <laughs> bad. He's already gone. He, he was crazy. <laughs> Look how crazy he was. That's why I killed him. <laughs> We've been meaning to tell you guys him. this. He's crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> Charles Gateau wrote a verse that he recited and possibly sang and he, yeah, he sang at least part of it at his hanging. Okay. Okay. So hear me out. So they set it to music in <laughs> right? Assassin's musical, and it goes like this. And it's creepy as shit, okay? Because this is like a fully grown man just singing this, and he was very proud of this, and he believed this entirely. I am going to the Lordy. I am so glad. I am going to the Lordy. I am so glad. I am going to the Lordy. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. I am going to the Lordy. That was what he's saying. That was it. He just basically got yeah. a line and he just repeated it <laughs> yeah. over. He also had a line about, um, I've unified my party, I've saved my country, which if you listen to the Assassin's soundtrack, it's all You in would that know song. this. <laughs> but now but go listen to what I'm saying is not like, oh boo if you haven't listened to it, but like go listen to it because it's some really cool stuff. And they like do History a whole thing. Man and musicals. Like <laughs> Gateau and the Balladeer, which is basically like the narrator, like they do this whole duet about like Charlie Gateau, like at his hanging and he's like dancing up the gallows and like singing like a crazy person. I think he was, he was it's, an, it's awesome. It was this one last effort to try to prove that he was crazy. <laughs> he's like, maybe if I do this, uh, it's like, <laughs> you gotta try. But he like, that was what he did and everybody was like, Fucking nuts. <laughs> hang him anyway. And just hang him. There is a story of Charles J. Gateau. Awesome. And yes. not his former wife, which we will dig deep into. Yeah. It's the only time in his life where people went, wow, Charles is hung. Oh, I like that, even though I usually hate puns. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. I always thought we shot treason. I always thought you got shot for treason. Yeah. Which, uh, well, there was kill. firing squad, but I mean, it, I think we're it in the eighteen hundred. Like yeah. in that time period, I think hanging was yeah, hanging pretty. was the thing. Yeah, they loved hanging. <laughs> <laughs> they I loved mean, them to hang. We're hanging. You rag. You rag. You rag. Everyone. Right. <laughs> Who doesn't love hanging? Oh wait, not that kind. <laughs> So. Well, that was really interesting. Yeah. I, I I learned a thing or two today. That was awesome. That's why I love doing this show. I get to hang out with cool people that are smart, and then I get mm-hmm. to drink and make jokes. Seriously, best show ever. Yeah. 
I walk like, away. I didn't have to do anything, so <laughs> best show ever. Yeah, Trico's like, I didn't have to be the historian today. So, ah. so Trico messages me on Facebook and is like, hey, you want to come on our show on the 15th at 1? And I was like, sorry, I've got RiverCon. And then I found out that I did not have that I was not going to go to RiverCon. I decided that. It was a hard decision, but I'm glad that I'm here. And I was like, hey, so I've got some things. And he was like, cool. I didn't really have time to prepare anything. I was like, okay, well, I've got two things. And he was like, cool. Steph didn't have time to prepare anything. And I was like, okay, well, I've got three things. And cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know, and Dev was the only one out of the three of us that had something prepared, too. And, of course, he's not here. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I felt terrible because um, – you know, I I had started on Monday. I was like, I'm going to get this. I had all my articles and everything I was going to pull from, and I just didn't have time to do it. This I was a crazy it. week, so, yeah. And then I found out that Will was going to be here, and I was yeah. super excited because I met him at Motor City, and I'm excited to see him again. Have yeah, he's a super cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have him on the I way try. station <laughs> to talk some uh, nerdy pop culture stuff really soon. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's so that'll be awesome. I drink and I know stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's my thing. Yep, I drink and I know. And that tomorrow, Game of Thrones is back on, but we won't talk about that right now because it's not a pop culture show, but it's back on tomorrow. I'm very excited. Depending on the theory of the world, though, is it might be a history show. It could be show. historical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Technically. And some people think it's in the future, though. There's two different theories. Yeah. It, it, I guess it depends on what you believe. The same way that Lord of the Rings was historical. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I mean, Tolkien wrote it to be like a like a history myth for Britain. More like the way that right. Galaxy Quest was historical document. Oh, I love. Galaxy Quest. <laughs> well, By the way, someone referred to uh, one of the people who were like involved with the trial and everything, or like some psychiatrist referred to Charles Gateau's poem and like verse that he like sang and recited at his hanging as, um, what was it, an insane document. And so an insane <laughs> document. Insane document. Awesome. And yes, you can. Uh, the I don't remember who has it on on file somewhere, but they preserved his skeleton because they and they preserved his brain and like his spleen. And that sexy, sexy spleen. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know if the spleen is still around, but the bones are still around, and his brain is still. Did around. Did Michael Jackson bid on them at any point in time? <laughs> <laughs> or Nicolas Cage? Yeah, I was saying Nick That's Cage a, is big into that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so those, if you, those two love their bones. If you do, <laughs> if you do want to see what an Abby normal brain looks like, you can still see it, and it's from like what was it? Where is that again? Um, that's a great question. It's in yeah, the it's, secret room at the Smithsonian. I, I'm, I'm John Dillinger's uh, I'm fascinated well, by uh, medical stuff, and especially when it it's looking at the differences in human brains because Googling. they'll take like a normal person, and they'll take somebody that had done something terrible like this, and you can there's physical differences that you can actually see sometimes. Um, well, yeah, sometimes, and the, like when they also um, have the. Uh, Athletes that are donating their brains to science because right. of all the and, the and, and you know there's there's a whole thing that I could go on, but again, this is a history podcast, so I won't. But I'm fascinated by that, and I would love to figure out where that is, and I would, and go check it out. We should make like a historical um, trip. Yeah. It is for at, shot of history. It is at the Mutter Museum in Philadelphia. Oh, we can go to yeah. Philly. I want a real Philly cheesesteak, so let's do it. We can go for a, for the Philly let's convention. Yeah, road trip. Okay, yep. we need to make plans. Cool. We're going to do this thing. But now we're at the time of the show where we... Well, so, uh, wait, so Philly, just 50 minutes south of Red Bank. Oh. oh. 
Tying it all for together. the Mike and Ming thing. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that's perfect. <laughs> so next month, just say it. So now I have to go with you. Sorry, Dave. Right. I invited myself on your trip. You're gonna <laughs> have to deal with it. I'll help. I'll, I'll warn Bob. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Bob. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so now it's time to pop out the plugs. Uh, there's Dev's not here to do yeah, that. The mouth <laughs> thing. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Pop out the plugs. We miss you, Dev. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, go on to our website. Click on the links on the bottom. Uh, go on Amazon. Your website is? Oh, uh, Shot, Shot of, of History. Dot com. Uh, yeah, go on there. Buy everything you see links for on there. And go on to historytees.net and use promo code SOH16 and get yourself some sweet, sweet history tees. I got a serious question for you. Mm-hmm. When you make your syllabus for classes, do you put required... Listen to Shot of History on there. <laughs> no, I get fired. You, <laughs> you make bonus questions in your quizzes like, what was today's topic? Now, <laughs> History. The thing is, is that they are adults, so they could listen to the show, but we swear and we talk about dicks yeah. a lot. Like, and they don't want to look at their <laughs> professor the as end like. Of my career. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he tries to keep that like separate. Wait, you don't talk like this when you're teaching? Because <laughs> when More I teach, less. I want to be the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's how that goes. <laughs> right? And if they listen to the show, then like right around midterms, I want to get all these like statues in the mail from Oh students. my god, they don't need to know about his sexual preference, okay? <laughs> or just a picture of a statue that just says, we know. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's getting A's. <laughs> Alright, Dave, do you want to plug anything? Um, just the network, Podcast Detroit, and we have our new studio open. Uh, down for, we haven't even really announced it yet, but what the hell, I'll announce it on your show. Yay! Um, we get an exclusive! It's in the Detroit School of Digital Technology. It's at 21 and Verner. Uh, it is friggin' phenomenal. It is hands down the most creepily, acoustically dead studio I have ever built, and I'm very proud of it. Like, it's like it's almost too quiet. Like, it's that, you know, that, like, creepy room that you see on Facebook with, like, the giant wedges coming out of the wall, and you're like, you can hear your heartbeat and people go mad in it? Yeah. It's <laughs> almost that quiet. Like it's, I'm gonna it's, need to wear headphones if I record in there, just to, like, hear then. Yeah, because, like, we recorded uh, with Daily Detroit there yesterday, and, and Jer was just, he was like, dude, this is, like, NPR, WDET, quiet. Like, what'd you do? I'm like, I, I'm, I built the room. He's like, no, but they spent, like, a lot of money I won't, yeah, b- building out their rooms. I'm like, well, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just lined with other people's souls. That's all. Yeah. Right. But, no, so it's very cool. So we're really excited to be open uh, down in Corktown or Southwest, depending on how you look at it. Um, it's right around the corner from Mexican Village. It's right next to this little great divey Irish bar. Um, so there's going to be a lot of events there. <laughs> and it's by Mudgies, my favorite Cork it Town. It's right around theory. the corner from Nancy Whiskey, right by Na- right by uh, Mudgies. So yeah, sweet. We'll be doing all the things there. All right. Um, I guess I'll plug two shows I do on this network: the Top Rope Review every Sunday from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. We talk about professional wrestling. Um, we talk a lot New Japan Pro Wrestling because that's cool. the hottest thing in wrestling right now. Um, and then. Check out the Ninja Starship with Jim McKnight. Um, currently not doing a lot of new episodes, but we, there's like 90-something old episodes of this. There's a do. solid back catalog. So, yeah. And we've gotten some fairly decent name interviews on there, especially yeah, if you're I've into power. And, and let's be honest. In like so. three weeks, he'll get pissed about something and be back. <laughs> yes. You hear that, Jimmy? <laughs> Dave called you out. We miss you, Jimmy. So yeah, check out those shows. Awesome. 
Um, I am plugging Avon Players uh, Theater in Rochester, Michigan. That's where I do my performing. Musicals? And, yeah, my musicals, Dave. <laughs> Shut up. Um, and we've got our, I mean, the opening show of the season is Titanic the Musical. So you can guess what my next episode on Shot of History is going to be about. Um, yeah. Um, it's going to be about the iceberg. No. Um, <laughs> it's the Titanic. But told from the point of view of the iceberg. Yeah, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I would read that book. Are we, are we just so. doing the history of global warming? Is that what's going on? Basically. <laughs> um, so go check uh, org. Uh, go check them out and ha- and uh, get tickets for the shows that are coming up this season. They've got some really great shows. Um, and they seem and like fun people. I met them on yeah, your birthday. Yeah, you did, and they're they're pretty great. Um, I, uh, I filmed the scene for uh, UFO: The Otis Files here. You did. Yeah, very nice theater. Yep. 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 They're really cool. It's like the most like drama free drama club, program. right? It's great. But, yeah. I love it. Um, so check out avonplayers.org, and I'm going to plug Snake Oil Comics since Dev isn't here. Mm-hmm. There you go. And Snake Oil Horror, which I'm just going to take this they're opportunity. I know. Th- oh, they're on hiatus. Yeah. Oh, Aww. well, they also, I can't access any of their stuff on, like, SoundCloud or anything because Gary hasn't updated the subscription. So Hence fuck you, hiatus. Gary. Damn it, <laughs> Gary. Fuck you, Gary. I love Snake Oil Horror. So, and, and fuck Steve. Aww. <laughs> but kind of. I got your back, Steve. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, I'm just going to plug myself. <laughs> Go to step. I'm going to plug myself. It's a day ending in Y. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> Go, Steph. Go to com for all your Stephanie Menard needs that include me plugging myself, apparently. <laughs> Every is that, day. Is that the premium that subscription? Yeah, you, you do have to pay a little extra um, for that. But anyway, no, uh, everything that I do, like all my writings, and I'm getting a blog, my, I'm attaching my blog to it, and um, I have uh, Psychopath 3 coming out in about a month. So, yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> I, I heard that in April. And May. <laughs> no, I stopped and saying June. it by... I, I, before, I stopped saying it at that point. So, no, it's, uh, it's in... The it's getting co- it's colored it's getting colored right now so yeah it won't be that long cool. won't be too long that's it I'm done and that's our show woo woo we did it we did it I didn't another think we one could do it without Dad. I know Dad it was really weird yeah, so if yeah. you're listening to this just know we that yeah. we miss you and we hope that your dog is okay because we love puppies oh Trike got a new puppy yeah yeah it follows me around that's, that's dogs like, do that he's. <laughs> He's two, so it's kind of like when Audrey is two, because the whole time, like, you're just It still likes you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because, I mean, in dog years, that's 14, so it shouldn't like you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you figured it'd stop, but, yeah, like, the whole time, it's like, like, when Audrey is two, I used to be like, sooner or later, this thing's going to poop, and it's going to be, like, the worst possible time, and now that's how it is with the dog, because I, like, I just look at the dog, I'm like, this thing's going to poop eventually, and it's going to be, like, the le- like, the worst possible time for it to poop when it finally does. My whole life. Well, and on that note, (laughs) I think it's time to wrap it up. (laughs) Until next time, I'm Trey. I'm Stephanie. I'm Ellie. I'm Will. I'm not the color man, Big Dev. (laughs) See you next time. (laughs) 